0: New York State uh, voters approving approximately 99% of the school district budgets uh, from uh, Tuesday uh, the 16th and uh, on all preliminary analysis of uh, budget vote results by the New York State School Boards Association here to discuss the president of the New York State School Boards Association. His name is Bob Schneider. We welcome him back. Robert, how are you, sir? Doing very well, Jay. How about yourself? Doing okay. Votes are in. I think three districts on the island: uh, Uniondale, Riverhead, as well as Valley Stream. Thirteen. Uh, they decline as far as the passing of it all. Uh, give me a little bit of an assessment. Kind of a different feel this year. Uh, I'll tell you, I was a little surprised at the inundation and everything else as far as the votes. Uh, you know, it's not a norm here. We know. Uh, give me your take on things from the last couple of days.
1: Jay, the overall analysis we have is uh, we are very uh, happy to see that in a very unusual time, economically, health crisis, and other things going on, we saw a significantly larger voter turnout throughout the state. And as you had said at the opening, ninety-nine percent of the budgets, school district budgets that we analyzed had passed, um, and that was about we had analyzed eighty percent of the school district. Budgets around the state as of last night, and we'll complete that today, but we don't expect that to change at all. So it just shows that the the public has to me, ratified previous votes in previous years where there was a lower voter turnout. And they understand the importance of our school districts in the local communities, not only in the classroom but all the additional services and supports for students and the community that they offer so we were very happy that the public spoke and they spoke affirmatively in fact uh the margin was two to one on the uh the votes uh the the, the of about the budgets going up
0: really is you know you, and when you look at turnout, Bob. Uh, increasing by as much, I think I read it right, three to eight times yes. uh, compared to previous years. I mean, that really says something, uh, considering uh, that this was mail-in. I mean, that that is absolutely amazing the way people responded here.
1: Absolutely. It is amazing. And I believe these voters were informed. And once again, they show how uh, how important our public school districts and the communities are as far as uh, supporting students, educating students and and the communities. As I said before, uh, we were impressed with it. Um, You know, we got through the first hurdle. Uh, we didn't know if there would be a lot of no votes coming down because traditionally in the past, if you had a large voter turnout, there was a hot topic or hot issue that that there was opposition. Not the case this year. We're hoping as that moves forward, we see that in the future going back to live uh, elections. Um, But this is only the first hurdle to get through as far as public education in the state. We still need financial support from both the state And more importantly, the federal government, as far as that federal stimulus package you and I talked about about a month ago on the radio, we need that support uh, because of the economic downturn and how that's affected state revenue.
0: How realistic is it? Because that's the the ominous side of things, you know, as far as the vote, the turnout, great. But Mm -hmm. in real time right now, you know, you're going to be looking at some massive cuts, I would think. You know, listen, uh, this is an unprecedented event we've all gone through. And education uh, is going to be, you know, one of those things that people will turn to in order to kind of, you know, cut corners a little bit. What about the aspect of that? What does that mean? Where do you see this thing kind of ending up when all said and done, Bob?
1: Well, our districts were very conservative in their approach budget And our school boards and administrators were as far as approving those budgets, and the general public obviously voted yes. Um, they had factored in the, um, a foundation aid that was flat based on the governor's budget in April, and a lot of districts actually cut back in their budgets already. they had protected the core educational services uh, for the most part those courses, but there was those extras that make a student's life that much more important and enriching. But they had to cut those. They had to cut positions. Uh, they had to have uh, factor in attrition. So our districts went into this, because it's so uncertain, being very conservative. And we saw from a flat budgeting approach right down to almost a 20 percent reduction uh, in, in uh, staffing and other costs to factor in what might be coming down the road. We hope that, that federal stimulus comes through and that federal stimulus package is an ask for the entire nation it's not just new york going to dc this is a this should be a national stimulus package that will support public education throughout the country because it is important it's our future these are our students now, but they are the country's future, and they need to be supported. They need to get that important educational experience in addition to all the other supports and experiences they have throughout their life in, in the public school system.
0: Bob Schneider with us, President of New York State School Boards Associ- Association. Uh, overwhelming support as far as the vote on the passing of budgets. Three on the island I mentioned: Valley Stream, 13, Riverhead, Uniondale. Uh, did not make. Mm-hmm. You'll probably have a second vote coming into play sometime. Yes. Uh, in July. Bob, where is the look right now as far as the fall semester? You know, it's been a lot of back and forth. You know, we've seen openings uh, in and around. The island will be going into phase three on Wednesday, New York City, phase two uh, come Monday. We have seen cases kind of, you know, quell as far as the spread. Other areas of the country, we know what's happening there. Uh, certainly, we, wanna, we don't want to see that in New York. We can't afford to take a couple of steps backwards. But where do you see it right now uh, as far as the fall season is concerned? Where do kids go? Uh, parents, you know, kind of have, have to have a sense, you know, getting back to work and everything else. We know the vital situations involved with kids being in their educational institutions. Where do you see it? And just as far as the openings of school in general come September.
1: Well, where I see it is right now uh, the Board of Regents and the State Education Department is going around the state. They they sliced it up into four regions. In fact, they're going to be doing your region, uh, the region including Long Island, uh, on Monday. Uh, they're bringing educational stakeholders to the table to really discuss school reopening. Um, and also, you know, the governor has the Reimagining Education Task Force. They're also looking at reopening, what that's going to take, and also reimagining education in the future. So the discussions are happening right now as far as What is it going to take to reopen the schools in the fall? And these budgets that we talked about earlier are factoring in those additional costs. Uh, There's going to be social distancing costs. There's sanitizing, transportation. There's a lot of additional costs that are going to go in to do this safely if, in fact, the governor and the health experts say that we can go back in to the schools. We're anticipating that right now, but we don't know yet. But the bottom line is these, the task force uh, and the council are gathering information. As I'm sure they'll coalesce at some point, and we'll have our answers, hopefully in about a month or so, uh, what it's going to take to reopen our schools. And there are a lot of factors to consider. It's, it's not only the sanitizing, the health protections, the masks, it's the social, emotional needs of the students, uh, the teaching and learning. I'm sure there will be an element of distance learning involved in this, and teachers need professional development to get better at distance learning, in addition to teaching in the classroom, because distance learning is not a subject substitute. It's a compliment to what's happening in the classroom. There's a lot of factors. Um, I hope within the next month or so we'll have an answer. But once again, Jay, I I just don't know what's going to happen as far as uh, the spikes uh, in the state. Uh, Hopefully we see it going down in the state. We're into phase three in a lot of parts of the state, and I hope that continues so we can reopen schools. But we should know more in a month or so uh, as far as what what the plan is going to be, hopefully.
0: And also, you know, you got to factor in the transportation aspect of this as far as the school buses. They have to be in compliance. That is a big thing. We know how buses can get. So, you know, that's a factor there. And the other thing I was thinking, you know, we always talk about adding. Uh, personnel, uh, Bob Schneider. Mm-hmm. Counselors to be mm-hmm. very important as far as the schools are concerned. I don't even know how they go about this now with cuts coming everyone's way here. So, you know, I'm an advocate as far as the guidance counselors and psychologists and everything else. I think it's so well needed now in today's world. I worry about that going forward with all that's going on here.
1: Yes, uh, we do, too. That's an important factor to have in the school environment, have those counselors and other mental health supports for the students. You can imagine what the students are going to be like when they come back uh, from being out of school for so long and what they're seeing on the news and hearing all the uncertainties. So I believe a lot of school districts have, have considered that and have tried to work into their budgets additional supports uh, for school guidance counseling. And I know there are some uh, technologies that could help telehealth, that type of thing might be a way to to cover more students. Um, but once again, these things are being discussed around the state by both the governor and the board of regents and, and the state education department. So when we do get our decisions, it's going to be uh, filtered through the people on the ground, the stakeholders in the communities, the education community, and hopefully we'll have solutions that will support those students uh, moving forward, so they can do the most important thing: learn, grow, and become, you know, better students and, and get that education
0: that we owe them and they're required to receive. And certainly uh, what we have gone through and the uh, commencement uh, stuff and everything else, it has been a different way of life for all. Uh, Good stuff. Can't thank you enough. And hopefully we will speak very soon when we get some more definitive answers as far as what's going to happen in the fall. Can't thank you enough, though, for a couple of minutes this morning. Jay, thanks for your time. Take care. Appreciate it. Mr. Robert Schneider, president uh, of the, excuse me, the executive director, I should say, of the New York State School Boards Association.